Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Let's get growing. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. So I had just made the comment to the guys, let's get three singles in a row and get out of here. And they, I guess they didn't take my advice, decided to hit a homer. It was great. When it left the bat, I thought, there's a double. Uh-oh, it might go. That's kind of what I was thinking. So I was actually begging it to get out of the park. I, we were running out of players. We didn't want to use any more pitching. I mean, you think about it, first game of a tournament, and uh, we've already played 11 innings. We all were ready to go, and I was super excited to see that ball disappear. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. of the SEC Baseball Tournament from Hoover, Alabama is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from Hoover, Alabama for the SEC Tournament as well as Joe back in the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trash Talk Thursday on here on Out of Bounds, so we're going to have a lot of things to discuss today. As we're going to be recapping all the things that happened uh, from yesterday at the SEC Baseball Tournament, as well as previewing today's matchup. We're going to have former Razorback Tyler Spoon on with us, which we always look forward to catching up with him and getting an idea of what to expect out of the Razorbacks today. We're going to have Aaron Torres joining us, too, to talk a little basketball in the news of Gus Arginal, which I know we'll dive into. And, of course, we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, after me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And uh, I tell you, Joe, it's uh, it's nice that uh, we didn't have to do a show yesterday and have a chance to, to watch Razorback baseball and everything, but... Uh, the fact that we uh, get to come on today and not only recap that and uh, be able to discuss all the stuff going on, it's uh, good to be back on a Thursday because given the circumstances, it's better to have the game later this afternoon against LSU than what it would have been earlier in the morning today because that means Arkansas got a victory yesterday. Really great game and really exciting that Arkansas was able to come back and win that game. They fell behind, and then you get a grand slam to take the lead, go to extra innings, then you get the walk-off. So, couldn't have been uh, a more exciting game, but then a better game for Arkansas overall. Yeah, it was almost like a, a scripted type of deal, as Kendall Diggs, you heard there with Dave Van Horn, talking about that walk-off and uh, the performance that he had and, and being able to do it in the bottom of the 11th. And uh, he had a few pitchers come in. And, you know, you think about the game itself, and offensively Arkansas struggled in the beginning, but they got it going a little bit. And they started coming together. You mentioned a grand slam, too, with Jared Wagner, which – is is something that you love to see from him coming still back from that injury, being able to just absolutely hit the you-know-what out of it, send it out, and uh, be able to take the lead, and Arkansas just keeps battling. And that's what's crazy about this baseball team. Each and every single timeout, uh, you, even if they're down, even if they're down late in the game, you always feel like they have a great opportunity and a great chance to come back because they know how to beat you in different ways. And uh, if, there is, if there's a more clutch hitter in Razorback baseball history than Kendall Diggs, I'd like to know because it seems like that guy is made for that moment. We've seen him do it as a freshman last year. He had a walk-off against Ole Miss. We've seen it do it multiple times this year, too. And that's one of those deals where I know it has to work out where he's in that position to be able to win the game 
But uh, when he's at the he's at the plate and the game's on the line, especially late, uh, you got to feel really confident about him being able to step up and, and make a play for the Razorbacks. Yeah, and it's uh it's it's great to have those moments and be in those situations where you can come through like that. And also um, Wagner, the the commentators couldn't say enough about the swing and how perfect that swing was because a lot of times you see that. The bat dips below the ball, and then you have to swing up and try to really power it out. But they went on and on about how his swing is flat, and that enables you to hit a ball, whether it's low or high, if you swing flat all the way through. And then he did have that nice follow-through, and it just uh, it was the perfect swing, and he put it out and grand slam. Yeah, looked good, sounded good, felt good for everybody involved, and uh, I know that uh, it was the it was the difference in Arkansas uh, taking care of business and winning that one. So uh, again, what what a great performance and, and being able to, uh, especially in, in that particular situation, knowing that uh, you had to be the guy that stepped up, like you had to be the guy that in that moment uh, make a play with the bases loaded because your offense had yet to really get anything going on, on that front. Uh, that's something that you know baseball players always you know dream about. Like if, if if you're in any sport, really, you always dream about game on the line, you coming up big, and uh, not only just late in the game, but just when you're in that position, having bases loaded, uh, for him to, to just connect and and get the swing on it and uh, really make a difference. It, you could tell it provided a spark, a much needed spark uh, for the Razorback offense, especially when you have uh, guys that are still coming back off of injury, still trying to work their way through some things and. Uh, still trying to at least get on get on base and be able to make a play. Arkansas left eleven batters or runners on base yesterday, so it's not something that uh, you want to see very often. But uh, if you have a, have a guy like uh, Jared Wagner, who's again coming back off of injury, getting that confidence back and being able to just smoke one like that, uh, I know that uh, he spoke about it yesterday. But you could tell he's a lot more confident going forward anytime that you make a play like that in that position, especially in this ballpark and postseason play, too. Well, that was the best part of it, that it was late in the game and they were able to put it together. Early in the game, they did leave quite a bit on base, but just being behind and and just still fighting through it, being able to come back like that, that's what made it so great in the end that you fought that hard because sometimes you see games where a team fights to come back and then they come up short. Arkansas fought to come back and they were able to go on and win the game. Yeah, that that was. Uh, I mean, again, you could not have for ask for anything more in that situation, and it's what championship teams are made of. Uh, I'm not to say that Arkansas is for sure winning the championship, whether it's SEC or whether it's uh, the College World Series, whatever it may be. But uh, that's what the type of plays that you have to have if you want to be a championship winning team in that situation uh, to make it happen. So, uh, re- really love that. Of course, uh, on the pitching side of things too, that was going to be interesting to see what Cody Adcock was going to do and. Honestly, he had two good first innings. Uh, I thought that he looked strong. He went three up, three down in the second inning. But then in the third inning, it got a little dicey as he uh, gave up uh, three earned runs overall. And uh, you know they, they took him out and they brought Zach Morris in. And I thought Zach Morris did a tremendous job. The, the Central Arkansas kid, five innings pitch, only gave up three hits and one earned run on 85 pitches. And then Will McIntyre, the other Central Arkansas kid. So a lot of Central Arkansas flavor there on the mound yesterday. Four innings pitch, two hits, only one run given up, which was the solo shot there in the ninth to uh, tie the game and send it to extra innings. Uh, he did a great job as well. So 40-15, and 15, Arkansas hits to that win mark of 40 wins. And now they got to turn the page, Joe, because LSU, that's the team that's coming up next for the Razorbacks. And we know how good they are. They're going to be pitching their ace just like Arkansas is going to be pitching their ace. And it's going to be uh, happening at 4.30 this afternoon, or scheduled to at least, I should say, be at 4.30 this afternoon. So, so is there rain in the forecast? Because uh, it looked like um, looked like it was good to go pretty much all day today. No, no, no. In fact, it's perfect outside. Like, the weather is absolutely perfect. Uh, the only reason I said scheduled is because yesterday's scheduled 4.30 game actually didn't have first pitch until about 5.20, <laughs> just because of the Razorback game. And right now, Alabama and Auburn, the Iron Bowl of baseball, uh, is happening right now, so... You never know if, if it goes long or if there's extra innings or something like that. Uh, Kiga pushed to act just like yesterday's game. But 4.30 at least uh, is the schedule time, and 4 o'clock will be uh, when we go uh, off the air with our local show. So drive time gets the day off, and uh, we'll get to hear uh, Phil Elson and Bubba Carpenter be on the call starting at 4.30 for the IMG pregame. But no, Joe, I mean, you couldn't ask for better weather here. I, I know that you know Alabama and Birmingham, 
during the uh, late May month can sometimes be extremely horrible when it comes to humidity and weather, but highs of 82 degrees. I played golf this morning with some Razorback fans and uh, slight breeze. You couldn't ask for better baseball weather at this point in time, especially in May and especially in Alabama, so it's perfect. So golf with some fans, how did that go this morning? <laughs> uh, it was interesting because I met them yesterday, and they they listen to the buzz all the time. They're buzz listeners and big Razorback fans, and they were saying, hey, man, you know, if, uh, depending on how this game goes, we're thinking about going and playing golf tomorrow if you want to. I was like, man, I don't have clubs. I didn't bring my shoes or anything like that. I didn't come prepared, which I guess I need to start doing going forward. But uh, they were just like, no, it's okay, man. You know, we we got we just use some of our clubs and – uh, you know, we're just gonna hang out and you know play play golf. So I was like, all right, all right well, hey, I'll I'll, t- I'll check it out. So shout out to Colton as well as uh, Garrett and Hudson for inviting me. And man, it didn't go too bad, but you know I didn't play that great. I'm just gonna blame it because I wasn't playing my clubs. You know, Joe, like I have to have my clubs in order to play well. That it was more on uh, more on them than anything. But uh, but no, it was a good time. It was, it was again, it was awesome, and it was a nice course here, Highland Park, not the one in Dallas, but the one here in Birmingham is the golf course. So. I uh, got got a chance to to get some get some swings in, and uh, and perfectly timed because then you got golf, you got the show, and then you got uh, Razorback baseball all back to back to back hanging out today too. So, uh, but yeah, it was a great time. And uh, right now for Alabama and Auburn, uh, it's tied at one in the top of the third inning. So uh, if they're going to get over with here in about four, I guess it has to be three and a half hours roughly because you have to have at least thirty minutes in between games uh, to have that happen. It's uh, it's been low scoring so far. We'll see if anybody can pull through. But yeah, it's uh, it's been great though. Fans, there's not a whole lot of Razorback fans here though. I will admit, I'm not surprised by that. But it's not an easy trip to do. Like from Little Rock, it's five five and a half hours. So Northwest Arkansas, it's a good eight and a half nine hour drive. Yeah, so. it's not bad. They can make it if they want to. But if they go deeper into the weekend, they get through today with a win, meaning they won't mm. play again until Saturday. Then you would expect that more fans would make the trip to go see them on Saturday and possibly Sunday. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I'm I'm thinking too, and uh, that's why this game is going to be so important to decide. You know, hey, does Arkansas stay here for a couple more days? Do they, uh, you know, end up losing today? Because if they lose today, they play Texas A&M again. Uh, I believe so, since they beat South Carolina today, so um, they could, they could be facing off against them as well, and uh, that would be tomorrow. So. That's what's crazy right now is uh, you know you're getting thick, thicker into the end and you got teams that are getting eliminated and uh, you know Arkansas is going to be one of those teams that's that's going to try to take care of business. Also, I, I mean it doesn't matter in the end because I still think Arkansas is going to be a high national seed. But uh, just to be able to beat LSU that would be a little pretty sweet. Because Joe today, even if more fans showed up, this is going to be a home game for LSU because they have they always do. But they have brought the farm here when it comes to fans. They are going. They have taken over Hoover and they have taken over uh, uh, over the Hoover Mets. So it's it's going to be a lot of LSU fans. You're going to hear a lot of cheering, even though Arkansas may be the lower seed or the high, uh, lower seed, I should say. But they're going to be outnumbered by LSU fans in this one. It's an annual trip for LSU fans. They go to the SEC tournament every year. They go to the College World Series, whether LSU is there or not. So that's just kind of how their fans are. Yeah, it'll be it'll be awesome, and again, we'll have the coverage here right on the buzz as we are live in Hoover, Alabama, for the SEC tournament. We want to hear from you today, folks. What do you make of the Razorback baseball team when you make their chance against LSU? What do you want to see from them? You know, how many pitches do you want to see Hagen Smith show or call? Just give us a call or text five zero one six six one one zero three seven. We'll get to that and a lot more coming up on a Trash Talk Thursday on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Listen each Monday when Morning Mayhem's Justin Moore tests your Razorback knowledge with Razorback Trivia, presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, downtown Little Rock's go-to lunch spot. This is Sports Center. Arkansas baseball won their first game in the SEC tournament, beating Texas A&M six to five in eleven innings off this walk-off home run by Kendall Diggs. Two one pitch. Diggs drives it deep to right center field. You gotta go. That ball is gone. Kendall Diggs will send him back to the hotel with a walk-off homer. The Hogs win six to five. 
five on Diggs' 11th of the year. After the game, Coach Dave Van Horn talked about his penchant for clutch hitting. You know, I just think it's makeup a little bit, and he wants he wants to be up there in, in that situation. I don't feel like he was going up there trying to hit a home run. He was trying to get on base, and uh, he worked himself into a decent hitter's count. He got something he could handle, and he hit it. Arkansas will be back in action today versus LSU. First pitch is set for 4.30. Coverage will start at 4 on the buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's the Average Guy Movie Review, Thursdays in the Zone, with me, Justin Acri, and Wes Moore, presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Our friends from Rock and Roll Sushi will come in and recap or look ahead to what's trending on TV, the big screen, Netflix, or wherever you get your entertainment. It's presented by Rock and Roll Sushi, deliciously twisted flavors in a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rockandrollsushi.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Miller from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, it costs you nothing to apply. Call 501-352-9497 and unlock the benefits you deserve. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com Death is a part of life, and it comes with challenges for survivors. Let our Lion lawyers take care of the legal matters while you take care of family. Bank accounts, real property, disputes over how to handle the estate, Lion Legal will guide you through probate with advice that saves money and calms relationships. Call us at 227-ROAR. For top-notch legal services and reasonable fees, call 227-ROAR. That's 227-ROAR. And Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards. Located at West Pass, Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. McLaughlin drives this pitch to right field deep, going back is Minnick. That is out of here. They did answer with Ben McLaughlin's first home run at Arkansas. A line drive that got out in a jiffy. On 1037 The Buzz. <laughs> Coverage of the SEC baseball tournament from Hoover, Alabama is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones and Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Tell me why you're I know why you're it is out of 
of Bounds, live from Hoover, Alabama. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. Talking about Razorback baseball as they took care of business and what was so much fun fashion with Kendall Diggs walking it off yesterday in extra innings and uh, going to see uh, the Hogs take on LSU, which, you know, that's the crazy thing. is It feels like eons ago that Arkansas and LSU played each other just because it was one of the first series of the SEC slate for both teams. And uh, now they're going to be facing each other once again. I guess the question becomes, Joe, between those two teams, you know, uh, how long do they let the races go? Like, I mean, you gotta you got to think that they want those guys as healthy as possible and as good to go. And Skeens has been awesome, and Hagen Smith has been awesome. But, you know, if you're after four innings and it's still 0-0, zero, zero, are you pushing it? Are you still going to go with them? you saying, all right, you, this is your pitch count. No matter what the situation is, you got to come out. That's going to be the fascinating thing for me today is just to see how the coaching staffs handle the pitching situations with their aces. They probably go in with a pitch count in mind, but you got to remember that these guys still need to get some work because they're not going to be pitching again until next week. And uh, you, you want to keep them fresh. You want to keep them going through their normal routines and getting some work in and not just have them sitting around. So they'll let them get a little bit of work, and maybe if they get into some trouble some kind of way, then – now you go ahead and get them out because you don't want to get the pitch count up that way. But, you know, it it depends more on the game flow because maybe you do want to see them try to work out of certain situations just to kind of really get a feel for it moving forward. Yeah, I, I could see that. I could see just more of a uh, – especially with Hagen and, and knowing how, how great he's been. And even today, I know it's not, uh, I don't know, an official thing, but D1Baseball.com, who is usually – the most accurate when it comes to college baseball rankings and standings and everything. They said if the uh, postseason started today, they have Arkansas as the number two overall seed even. So, you know, it's it's one of those things to where you already know you're a national seed and uh, you don't want to push it too much. But, you know, hey, listen, Dave Van Horn and this staff, they've been doing it a long time. They know, uh, you know, where what how far to take it and how far not to take it. And I think that both of them are probably having conversations, him and Matt Hobbs, uh, with Hagen Smith of just saying, hey, this is what we're expecting and this is how it's going to go. And the same thing with LSU. Like, they're both going to be doing it the same way. Yeah, bottom uh, line is coaches have to be trusted. We, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on the outside, we're we're thinking about what it's going to look like and how it lines up moving forward. But the coaches, they have a plan in place and you just have to trust them that they can go along with their plan and uh, and make sure that you try to keep players fresh. You can't control injuries, so... You can't even play the game like that or coach the game to say, we don't want to take a chance on somebody getting injured. Injuries happen at odd, random times, so there's no way you can control that part of it. Yeah, even yesterday, Hunter Grimes on that slide, on that squeeze bunt they tried to pull off, he came up holding his shoulder and haven't really had a a, a certain update on if if it's a serious thing or not. Hopefully it's not because we know already with the injuries they've dealt with. But, yeah, those are the things. Like you said, injuries happen, and that was just, you know, both guys trying to make a play and, uh, you know, just just didn't work out, and you know, even uh, you know, the people were talking about yesterday with the, the that pinch or that squeeze bunt. Hey, why don't you just pinch hit for your catcher Parker Rowland? Well, it's because uh, Dave Van Horn said in the press conference his backup catcher was throwing up all yesterday and was on IV, and it's just like good grief, man! Uh, it, it's it's always something going on, and uh, I know it's frustrating. I know it's been going on, but geez, it's it's almost like they it almost like he laughed about it in a way of not that it's something to laugh at, but. It's kind of just you throw your arms up. You're like, yeah, it's just what we got. It's what we got to do. It's got what we got to deal with, and just keep moving forward. That's all you can do. In the tenth, you got the you, you bunted the runners over. Did you think about pinch hitting there for Roland? And and then or, or was that called bun or did he do that on yeah. his own or kind of what? Yeah, you, I was definitely thinking about pinch hitting for Roland. Said my backup catcher was throwing up all night and this morning, and he's been on IV and he said he could catch. So you know, it's just one thing after another. So that was a little bit of my issue. I did call the bunt, but and we've worked on it a lot. He wasn't supposed to bunt it to the third base side. I don't know if the ball ran away, got his bat wrong. He got it down, but he didn't bunt it the right way. So uh, if I pinch hit for him, I got to bring in another catcher, and I get that. But if I pinch hit for him, then they're probably, you know, then I don't know what they're going to do. You know, we had runners at first and third, I think, at the time. I don't remember. I know we had a runner at third. Second and third. So my thinking at the time was they're probably going to walk him if I bring up my best pinch hitter. And then, yeah, it gives Tavian a shot with one out. Also sets up a double play. So let's just bunt him in and go home. And uh, it didn't happen. But luckily, we found a way to win. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, just listen to that, which he's, of course, referring to Hudson Polk, who is the backup catcher who played a little bit earlier this year. But, uh, yeah, just <laughs> can't, even, can't even put somebody in and uh, be able to help out with, uh, with the catching position because they were throwing up and, and just dealing with that sickness. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're in his tone, he's like, he just can't catch a break any, any place. Never seen anything like it. But. That's where strategy comes in also because, yeah. as he mentioned there, he's thinking through the process, but at the same time he's trying to think how are, how's Texas A&M going to react to what they're doing, and he's, he's trying to process everything as a whole, not only what Arkansas would do, how A&M may counter that, and then just trying to come up with the best plan to get through all of that. Oh, yeah, because a lot of people were upset yesterday, Joe, of uh... – that uh, pinch, uh, squeeze, bunt, and, and everything, because it didn't work out. But as we say so many times on this show, is that if it works out, then it's a great call. But if it doesn't, it's the worst call ever. And you know, now, at least with Dave Van Horn being asked about it, got, provided some clarity on that decision as, as to why they didn't pitch hit uh, for Parker Rowland there. But, hey, they still ended up getting the win at the end of the day. That's not really all that mattered. But uh, yeah, what a crazy, crazy season this has been so far. And, Still got a lot left to go for the Razorbacks. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Go to Jake, who's on the line. What's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon, Joe. What's good up, afternoon. Jake? Hi, man. Uh, I'm in a bad area, so I'm going to try to make this quick. Uh, Nancy Monk is going to call you guys, and he's going to say Dave is not even the second or third or fourth best coach in the SEC. And he's going to say you know about 15 times in one minute. Um, dude is a total asshat. Sorry. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He knows nothing about sports. And I know they say that any publicity is good publicity, and this guy thinks that getting his name out there and people hating on him is good for him. No, bro. You are wrong. You're an idiot, and we look forward to making fun of you. So you mm. really need to, like, take that in and absorb it and just keep your mouth shut, man. Don't call in about stuff you don't know about, okay? That being well. said, look, I, I'm with Dave. Uh, you know, if we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. I mean, I, I kind of wanted us to go, like, two and out, you, you know, to save the arms and give them rest or whatever. But if, if they can win it with their get in there and do it you know there's no there's no problem doing that but I just don't I think Hagen should be on a max of 60 pitches Well, Jake, we just have to trust the coaches that they have a plan and they're going to go with their plan it's it's, as as fans on the outside it is fun to think about how they go about doing certain things or what they should do, but at the end of the day, the coaches, they decide how to go about it. Oh, absolutely, Jay. I mean, you're 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 to be. I'm just saying we don't want to risk injuring this guy or straining something on this guy when we absolutely need him in the end. Hey, we appreciate the call, Jake. Yeah, appreciate it, man. I, I mean, I, I see what what he's saying too, and I think that it goes back to like we said, t- you know, just trust, trusting the coaching staff, and that they'll make the right decision. Because honestly, if you think about like you know, if there's been coaches that we have seen that may have made mistakes down the road, or if they've done things that people don't like or whatever, that's one thing. But it's like, man, Dave Van Horn's been doing this for so long, and uh, as uh, even uh, Jim Sloshangle said yesterday. Uh, about Dave Van Horn says he's, if he's not the best coach in the country, he's, uh, he's top two in his book. And I know that's just an opinion, but still, it's just one of those deals to where if you're a coach like Dave Van Horn who's proven that you are one of the best, if not the, the, one of the top-tier coaches in the country, and especially when it comes to decision-making, it's just like, hey, whatever he thinks is best, I'm going to trust him because he knows he's forgotten more baseball than I even know. So it's just one of those deals where I think it's, it's great for discussion, and it's fun to talk about. But, hey, if Van Horn says, hey, go 85 pitches today, Hagan, I'm fine with it. If he says go 20 pitches today, Hagan, 
I'm fine with that, too. It's whatever decision he ends up making. No matter who they put on a field, also, as far as the players, the coaches, the players, the team, they all want to win. So it doesn't matter who's on the field. They're still trying to win games. And especially for some of those players that don't get that extended playing time throughout the season, if they're getting their moment now, you better believe they're going out and putting it all out there trying to win the game. Oh, yeah. And if it's and Hagen, after he gets done, you know, do we see somebody like, I don't know, Gage Wood? Do we wait till he comes in later into the game? Maybe go for the closing role? Do you, you know, maybe go with uh, somebody, uh, maybe Bright Brady Tiger? Do you go with him in the middle? That's going to be also fascinating is after Hagen Smith, uh, what do they do and, and how do they handle it, too? So, uh, but they, we'll find out today, too. In fact, I saw uh, from their Asher Record Life fan feedback, Ashton says SEC tournament bowl prediction LSU run rules Arkansas 12 to 2 and 7 go tigers okay there's one there's <laughs> optimistic fan yeah there's one prediction there and you know what hey that 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 works too cuz if i I'd, I'd almost get to the point and I know we keep talking about randoms or at least I do but it, it's at the point where it's like if i if you told me that Arkansas was going to lose this game like they're like okay you no matter what you're going to lose i'm like okay then run rule me <laughs> like just just get it done quick, run roll me, get me out of there. We'll, we'll throw some, you know, throw some hey, uh, little, little, little easy cheese up there for you to go out there and knock out of the park, and let's get out of there early and play two less innings. So that that would be I'd be okay with that. But you want to win. I think everybody wants to win. And let's be honest, it's LSU baseball, right? Doesn't that have a little extra juice, a little extra flair to one to beat them? And that and then what Razorbacks fans want to do is they want to beat. LSU and everything, right? No matter when it's at? Well, this is a team that you were battling for in the West of SEC baseball all year, pretty much, to see who was going to emerge in Arkansas. They came out on top with a, with a two-seed overall and uh, were in the mix to win the SEC overall. But, yeah, there's a sense of pride there whenever you're playing any of these teams, and especially a team that was close to you in the standings all year. You definitely want to try to prove something and and this is a team that's ranked high in the country you're a highly ranked team so yeah everything just amps up because you know that the competition is good on the other side yeah i love this uh text we just got on the first arkansas bank interest text line from the 501 it's just a picture of his jeep and the license plate says h8 lsu for hate lsu i appreciate that i guess that's all he needed to say no caption needed (laughs) for that one uh let's see also from the 870 it says Playing these extra games in the SEC tournament are great for pitchers that are getting good experience going into postseason when their number might get called. And, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of what Joe was alluding to, too, is you've you got to be able to count on a lot of these guys to step right in, and uh, you never know. Because especially in regional play, like Supers, it's, it's a three-game series. So you know it's like, hey, you've got to win two of three, that's it. But in regional play, and in, even into the College World Series, too, you you got double elimination. you got... Oh, you're going to play at this time the next day, but the next day you may play at this time, and you know this guy may need some extra rest. He may not be able to go. It's like you never know who's going to be called on. If you need an example of that, look at last year in that Stillwater Regional. How many pitchers did Arkansas have to bring in uh, to, to step up? And that, I think that was a big reason why so many runs were scored in those series and why regionals have so many runs scored in those because guys are just having to go down the line and, and get pitching wherever they can find it. So, yeah, it's a lot of these guys I think are going to get for sure called on. Every step of the way during the postseason is similar except for Super Regional. Super Regionals, that's just like the regular season as far as the series and the way it's set up. But now once you get in the conference tournament, then pretty much the rest of the way this is how it's going to be set up. So even if, you know, on the outside you're saying they need to save arms – and uh, go about doing things a certain way. The players need to be used to this style of play because this is how it's going to be. That's right. Uh, Asher Record Life Fan Feedback. Lee also says, Dave is not a top coach in the country, Jake. Coaches have that big trophy at the end, are the best coaches in the country. Wes got angry earlier, but his argument all ended in being close. That is what we need to look at here. Being close is the mentality, and Dave knows that. Coaches are, that are paid what he does and have the resources he does would be on a short leash at most places. <laughs> uh, okay, well, here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to sit here. And I, for those of you who know, you know me and know, listen to the show a lot, you know I'm a big Razorback fan, and I'm a, ra- a fanboy, if you will, as some people have alluded to me in the past. And I have a lot of bias. And I love Dave Van Horn so much. 
But he is not the number one coach in the country right now just because of not having that title. Now, is he a top three coach? For sure, I think so. I think you could absolutely make that argument. But no matter what the sport is, and you could take NFL, college football, NBA, you know, MLB, whatever, if you think about the number one coach in every single league and sport and all of that, none of them are going to be without a championship. Now, that's, it, it's, it, that's the thing that's missing, and if he ever wins a championship, I think he's number one. I absolutely do, but it's just hard for me in any sport, Joe, to say a, te- a coach is the number one best coach currently in the game if they just don't have a championship to go along with it. Oh, there's, there's no doubt about that. That's right on. Now, some people are basing that on the fact that what's happened this season and uh, just kind of how the team had to go about replacing players in certain positions. And then he's the SEC Coach of the Year, and he'll, uh, he'll be in the mix for National Coach of the Year. So sometimes it changes based season to season, but you have to let the season play out. And at the end of the season – then that could change as far as who's viewed as the coach, but it, it co- the best coach in the game. But that's something that um, there's a lot of recency bias to it also. So mm-hmm. it's always about the last person that's won something. That's kind of how it's, it's looked upon a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Cause it's, and it's not to say, because we also look at, I think we even argue about this too when it comes to the you know the goats of of basketball or anything like that. You know we look at championships and it's like championships matter a whole lot, but it, it's not it's not it. It's like like Mike Bianco for instance at Ole Miss. I don't consider him to be a better baseball coach than Dave Van Horn, even though he has a title. I don't consider him to be a better coach because it, it's a balance of everything where you you got to have it all encompassing and you say okay who's got so many accomplishments and the consistency and over time, but also the championships, that's when you can put it together. But, uh, I mean, because that's kind of the same thing of thinking about how many coaches do you see win championships that are really not that great of coaches in the grand scheme of things. You know, think about a Gene Chizik, think about an Ed Orgeron. I'm not taking anything away from those guys and their accomplishments. But just when it comes to saying, you know, oh, how where do you rank them? I mean, are, are people really you know, looking at putting those guys or like a coach like Gene Chizik above someone like a Mike Gundy. I, I, I just don't think you can do that. So it, it's about finding all the encompassing in the entire careers of coaches especially and, and putting it together. But it's like, hey, you can be a better coach than someone with a championship, but you can't be the best coach of all time or the best coach in the game if you don't have a championship. That's just not how it works. No, no, not at all. And uh uh, it'll be an interesting argument just to um, see what happens and how the season plays out. And we know that Arkansas is going to be in the mix here, as we talked about, with a high national seed and put themselves in a position to go far in the postseason. And if they do, and if they're standing there in the end, then you can make that argument at, at that time. But we're not there yet. Nope. we got the regionals coming up in Fayetteville, though, next week. And, of course, uh, Supers, if Arkansas makes it through the regional, it's going to be in Fayetteville. So that's something that you know, Razorback fans, they've been uh, wanting to get back out there in postseason play after uh, losing in the Supers just a couple years ago when they were the number one overall seed. And that'll be great for the fans, great for uh, the state of Arkansas, and I know uh, great for the team too because when, you, when you've only lost four, de- four games all year long in your home stadium, uh, there's something to that. It, it's a tough place to play, and Arkansas plays some of their best baseball in Baumwalker Stadium. But that's next week. This week is about Hoover, about the SEC tournament, and today is about Arkansas LSU as the winner will continue on to advance throughout the SEC tournament, and the loser will play a little bit earlier on Friday as well. But we'll talk about that as the show goes on. Coming up next, though, we got to get to what's trending in the world of sports. A few things going on there, as well as all of your phone calls and text messages on Trash Talk Thursday, 501-661-1037, live from Hoover, Alabama. It's out of bounds. Sixty-seven, one sixty-seven. It's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner, Dirty Larry, of the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. Yes, ma'am. 
like to report a robbery. A car dealer gave me too little for my trade, pulled my credit four times, and gave me a high interest rate. Now what are y'all gonna do about it? Oh, you should have went to Guatney Chevrolet. We won't rest until we catch the dealer that did this to you. Now take a step back. We're headed to Waffle House. Don't let this happen to you. Watney Chevrolet is offering low 1.9% on all new Blazers, Equinox, Trailblazers, Traverse, and Silverados. Plus, take the handcuffs off your summer plans with no payments for 90 days. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Buy new roads. All offers with approved credit. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m., followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m., and the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. For the month of May, we invite you to Jones & Sons Spring Bridal Event. That's right. You're invited to take advantage of exclusive savings, extensive designer lines, and an incredible event-only diamond selection. We brought six of the world's top designers together with Jones & Sons' legendary staff of jewelers in our massive showroom to make your engaging dreams come true. Come in and see, touch, and dream while meeting with our diamond specialists and get the best pricing of the year this month only at Jones & Sons Spring Bridal Event in West Little Rock. Shop online at Jones if you aren't using Mosquito Joe yet, what are you waiting for? Mosquito Joe provides customized mosquito control solutions specific to your property. It's not a one-size-fits-all deal. Whether it be our standard barrier treatments, a full-scale misting system, or maybe even Mosquito Joe's commercial-grade repellent systems for patios and special events, Mosquito Joe provides a satisfaction guarantee with everything we do. So stop smacking yourself in the face and visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. When Celtics legend John Havlicek died, he was beautifully eulogized by Hall of Famer Bob Cousy, who said John was not completely comfortable with his celebrity status, but he used it to reach out and help others. My old Jesuit mentor at Holy Cross many years ago, when asked, what's it all about? Why are we here? Would reply that what God requires of you is that you maximize the talent you are given to reach out to your community and help others who are less fortunate, those who need a boost. Amen, Bob. We can all do that. This week, Double B's is featuring 20-ounce Crush, regularly priced at $1.89 for $1.50, and 20-ounce Life Water, normally $2.29 for only $1.50. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all, and there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack, it can be a real buzzkill. However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. The 2-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. You can get no payments for 90 days at Guadney Chevrolet, so take advantage of getting in a new vehicle and not having to make a payment for three months. 1.9% is available on Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Traverse, and Silverado's equipped with a TurboMax engine when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Pre-owned vehicles, they're good enough for mom. 
They're not going to put you in a vehicle that they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuatneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on a vehicle you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guatney Chevrolet, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Coverage of the SEC Baseball Tournament from Hoover, Alabama is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. It is Out of Bounds and Trash Talk Thursday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon, live from Hoover, Alabama. Alabama, speaking of, has uh, taken the lead 4-1 to one over Auburn in the bottom of the fourth inning. And what is the uh, the Iron Bowl special? And I know that here, having the SEC tournament in the state of Alabama, uh, is, this is a really cool thing for them. I'm a little surprised, though, Joe. I was looking at the... Uh, the attendance out there, which I know it's during the day of a, of a work day and everything, but I actually expected it to be just raucous packed for this game, and it's a pretty decent crowd, but uh, definitely was expecting a lot more since these are the two teams in Alabama going off against each other in the state of Alabama for an SEC tournament title. That is something that you get that matchup in the SEC tournament, but yeah, people are uh, more worried about getting their work in. It's Thursday. They want to be off tomorrow. They don't want to have to take off today and have to work a long day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. They'll probably have more. Whoever wins this one, uh, yeah, there'll be uh, plenty of them in attendance uh, the next time around there, too. So, uh, But uh, it looks like Alabama just scored again, actually. So it's 5-1, uh, sitting in the bottom of the fourth inning. And uh, we'll keep you updated on that one. But there's a lot more going on in the sports world, so let's go ahead and jump into what's trending. What's Trending in the World of Sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A few things going on, and I know we'll talk about it uh, more in depth in the later part of the show, but Razorback basketball got some news, which I was really bummed by, but Gus Arginal, the assistant coach uh, who has come on our show. In fact, Joey came, I remember he came on our show pretty much the day or at least close to the day that he was originally hired at Arkansas as the assistant coach. Uh, He is moving on. He has gotten a new position as a head coach. Uh, back on the West Coast, which we know he was all about, at Cal State San Bernardino. And uh, it's a D2 school there. It's a, it's a very historical and a very successful basketball program. But uh, he's going back to the California Collegiate Athletic Association Conference uh, and moving on. And, of course, Musk wished him luck, and everybody's wished him luck. But uh, it's going to be sad to see him go. But, you know, as we always talk about coaches, Joe, it's about those coaches who are assistants wanting to be head coaches someplace and, Gus being a West Coast guy, it only makes sense that he wanted to make that his next stop. That's what's great for him. You have to appreciate the fact that he came to Arkansas, he put in some work, and now he's being rewarded with going back and becoming a head coach once again. Yeah, I, I, we're rooting for you, Coach. We're rooting for you. But now it's interesting to see what Must does with that spot. Does he hire within? Does he go outside the box? What will he do? But I guess uh, we'll find out as time goes on. Uh, also, in uh, some other news, we know, uh, of course, from that, from base, uh, basketball, and then, of course, from baseball, the SEC tournament, uh, the teams have been eliminated. South Carolina got officially eliminated earlier today, losing 5 nothing to Texas A&M. Uh, and then uh, Arkansas and LSU will take place, scheduled to, at 4.30 this afternoon. And then 30 minutes after that game will be Florida and Vanderbilt. How about Florida yesterday, Joe? And that, and that crazy, how about a walk-off fashion, having a... Not only a game where you were down multiple runs, but having to score four in the bottom of the 11th inning to walk it off in style when you were down three. Uh, I know that Diggs had a great one, too, and it was exciting, but that's that's a championship-type performance there, too, where I don't know if it's worse to, to say uh, how uh, 
uh, Alabama gave it up or not, but uh, that's the type of stuff that really shows you uh, a lot of endurance and a lot of uh, great clutch hitting there late when it goes to extra innings, too. A lot of parallels with Arkansas and Florida and the way that they were able to win both in the 11th inning, walk-offs. Florida just, they came back for more runs in the end. That was the difference. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, also, in some NFL news, it looks like uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, which we know, of course, is with the Vegas Raiders now, he underwent surgery on his injured left foot after he signed a free agent contract back with the team in March. They say it's all going great because we know he signed that three-year $72.75 million deal with Vegas. But uh, it looks like that uh, he, he's going through the process there and injured it this past season in Week 13 and did not return the rest of the way. So he did have surgery on it, and I'm sure they're expecting him to be uh, ready to go once the football season comes to fruition. Second year in a row for Jimmy G that he's had off-season surgery before the season started, and uh, yeah, he, he should be that. The Raiders wouldn't assign him if they didn't think that he would be good. Yeah, yeah. Also, NFL news, too. I saw this. I've read this. I was trying to figure it out or, like, go through it all. It was at least kind of amusing to me just because it's the Patriots, but uh, they got stripped of two organized team activities because coaches scheduled uh, resulted in players spending more than their allowed time at the team facility. According to part of its ruling, the NFL noted the candor and full cooperation of the Patriots, referring to it as noteworthy and commendable. Nevertheless, the NFL fined Coach Bill Belichick $50,000, according to league sources, in addition to taking away two organized teams' activities. You know, we talk about shadiness and all that stuff. The Patriots, they just seem like they always have these random little things where it's like, whether it's injury reports or the, the spy gate and, and everything, it's just like, man, you guys, you guys push every single detail and every single envelope to try to get the most out of your guys, and uh, you end up paying for it. Is it a serious thing? No, but still, it's just every time I read these stories, it just cracks me up because it seems like it's always the Patriots. At this point in the season, that's not even worth it to do something like that, and that's why... The fines and penalties are in place because, okay, if you want to go ahead and do, if you want to go about doing things like that, go ahead and fifty thousand. Not that that's a lot of money to somebody making millions, but you don't want to have to pay out fifty thousand when it's unnecessary. No, no, I mean I don't want to, and I know you don't want to, and uh, I know fifty thousand dollars is uh, probably uh, means a lot more to me and you than it would uh, Bill Belichick. But still, that's not something you want to do, and it just doesn't doesn't make sense. I, like, is that going to be the difference in you? Winning a game or not this year? Huh, maybe, but it just seems a lot of uh, craziness. Also, uh, real quick, uh, the uh, NBA uh, Eastern Conference Finals continue on. As we know, the Heat and Celtics heater down 3-1. And, Celtics uh, down 3-1. They're going back home. Yeah, Celtics. Thank you. Yeah, Celtics down 3-1. I wish they were up 3-1, but they're not. Uh, they're down 3-1, and uh, they're going to be going back to, Bo- uh, going back to Boston to try to uh, make it 3-2. But... Uh, Gabe Vincent for the Heat is going has been rolled out of Game Five with an ankle sprain, so that is definitely something to watch uh, for that one as uh, that game takes place. Celtics so. are an eight point favorite at home, according to Bet Saracen. So that's a big yeah. line tonight. Yeah, I don't know if I take that one. We'll see. We will see, but it should be a great game regardless. We have some other headlines too, but we also will get to your phone calls. Coming up next on the Trash Talk Thursday, 501-661-1037. Out of Bounds, live from Hoover, Alabama, for the SEC Tournament. Stay tuned. If you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. A great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealer, 